Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sending a special shout out. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there. Welcome to Authentic Talks. I'm excited about this episode. It is a special episode where we are talking with the organizer of an event that is happening in the state of Arizona on June 19th for Juneteenth. And it's happening in a town of Queen Creek. And so we have the organizer here and I have a treat for you guys. I also have my husband, Matthew, is the co-host of this particular episode where we're going to be talking about Juneteenth. And I wanted to do this episode so that we could bring more of an awareness and an understanding of what it is that Juneteenth is all about. And some people are wondering why now? And in this episode, we're going to answer that question. And we're also going to answer that question. What is Juneteenth all about? And does that replace July the 4th? How does that work now? Can we celebrate both or do we have to choose one or the other? And Laura Kraft on this particular episode breaks that down for us. Please welcome Laura Kraft, the organizer of Juneteenth happening in Arizona in the town of Queen Creek outside of Phoenix. Hi, Laura. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you again. And thank you for having me as well. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Now, Juneteenth is something that we've been hearing a lot about. And recently, it seems like it has become even more talked about, but there's still so many people who don't know about it. And so I wanted you to come on and talk about an event that you have put together and coordinated. And before we dive into that, can I have you introduce yourself to our listeners? Absolutely. Hi, everyone. My name is Laura Kraft, and I am a resident of Queen Creek, Arizona. And I took it upon myself to say, hmm, why don't we have a Juneteenth celebration in this corner of the Phoenix Valley area? So here we are. It was a little twinkle in my eye uh, in January of 2022. And now it is June 2022, and we have a great event put together with a team full of volunteers behind me. We are going to have a very successful event tomorrow. So um, we're hoping people can come on out and enjoy and celebrate the first annual Queen Creek Juneteenth celebration. Definitely sounds exciting. Definitely. We're really excited. I will first admit, I'll be the first to admit, full transparency, I did not grow up learning about Juneteenth. I unfortunately didn't hear about it until uh, my adult age. And I think many people might be in the same position as me, not knowing about Juneteenth, not knowing the history of Juneteenth and not knowing its importance. So as I've learned more, that's when I thought maybe it might be important to bring out this event to this corner of the 
Phoenix Valley area, as you know, the valley is quite large and many small suburbs and cities, um, but we are a strong community. We are a minority in the state of Arizona for African-Americans, but we are still a strong force here. And we also want to be able to share and have other communities join us as well, because this event that we're having is free and open to the public. And we want others to learn about Juneteenth. So what we want to share is that Juneteenth actually is an abbreviation or maybe a combination of the a date that the, the last slaves in the United States were freed. And this is June 19th, 1865. So this is quite a long time ago. So let's do a little history lesson. The Emancipation Proclamation was signed and put in order by President Lincoln to be effective January 1st, 1863. Many people do not know that there was a group of slaves in Galveston, Texas, who were not informed that they were freed as of January 1st, 1863. They did not learn that they were freed until two and a half years later, June 19th, 1865. Wow. That's quite a bit of a stretch there to not know that you have freedom, that you have the ability now to work for yourself. You have ownership over yourself. You have ownership over your family and location of where you can live, how you can maneuver through the United States. Now we know that's that's a stretch as well because still in the 1800s freedom didn't quite mean freedom but just the start of it just to be held back for two and a half years and not know that information that's powerful information to be held from those people so what happened was the union soldiers went to Galveston Texas and delivered the general order number 3 google general order number three you will see what the document says it specifically states all slaves were to be freed and that was delivered to those slaves on june 19th 1865 and so now we look up at our ancestry and we look at the power behind that and we want to celebrate that in here in the united states the end of slavery june 19th now is juneteenth and there are celebrations all across America and even in other countries for the celebration of the emancipation to be fully executed for African-Americans. I think that's really significant too to have this date in particular, like saying waiting for the last of those to be emancipated. I think that's very important that we didn't just forget about those two and a half years of uh, enslavement and recognize that particular date. So I think that's significant in itself. It absolutely is. I can't imagine myself being held back for two and a half years of my limited life. And we already know the impact of slavery is still upon us. But we also know the economic impact as well of having free labor. Now add on another two and a half years of free labor. That's 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 incredible that these um, poor slaves didn't know that information. And I can't imagine when they did find out their excitement that now I'm free. But then when they found out I could have been free two and a half years ago. (laughs) Right. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, mean, at that point, at that point, I don't know if you become angry or if you just sad or what do you, what do you say? And, And understanding also now, you know, we're talking here 2022, but we're understanding as well that 
you know, many people did not live to 50 years old or 60 years old or 80 years old. So now you took two and a half years off my life. Are you kidding? Right. <laughs> That's and, the celebration. We want to really celebrate our history here in the United States. And I've already had somebody approach me and ask me, why are you celebrating the end of slavery? What, what's the significance of the end? I said, well, think about it. We celebrate the end of other things. We celebrate the end of World War II. We celebrate the end of this date, of that date, of other things that have happened that are significant in history. We certainly should celebrate the end of the atrocity of slavery in the United States. Absolutely. There's a huge difference there too, because that represented the beginning of freedom is what that means, you know? So of of true freedom. Of true freedom. That's when we all, and I know this is cliche, but some people have said this often, if one is not free, we're not all free. In this case, that's true. That's very, very true. Reading and writing and communication was different than it is now. But just keeping that lie going, we are here to celebrate that we acknowledge them. We acknowledge that end. And we, as now the next generations that have come after, we don't want to ever forget the shoulders we stand on. Yes, that's true. From many different people, they can view this in many different ways. But how would we either compare or put into context with the 4th of July independent celebration. So some may feel as if we were trying to replace the 4th of July or make it less significant. How would you see that or how should people look at that? Well, I think it's all your perspective. I still am an American at heart. I am African-American, but I am an American and and I don't have a problem with celebrating Fourth uh, of July, I do understand the independence that that brought from the UK and from England, and how it was that we were able to, as a country, have our own freedom. I don't think that we would African American slavery would have been such an impact of ending if this country itself was still under England. Mm-hmm. So you almost need to have the two together. You need to be freed here in this country, but this country needed to be free from the country that almost started this country, which is England. So they kind of go together. They're intertwined together, in, in my opinion. With that being said, though, I understand when some people may not feel comfortable celebrating one or the other. I certainly understand African-Americans that may feel like that uh, the 4th of July is nothing to be celebrated because we weren't free, but we're talking about two totally different celebrations and time frames and timelines. If you're looking at the timelines of 1776, freedom as a country, and then 1865, the last slaves being freed in within this country. I look at them as two different scenarios, but they are intertwined with each other. So I still, I still celebrate both. I'm very much proud to be African-American, proud to be an American. I love that. I love how you explained that. That was very well put. Thank you. you. And I feel a similar (laughs) way because I had served 24 years and retired from the military. So I served this country and fought for its independence, fought for the constitutional rights that we have. Now, the reason why I ask that, because there is sometimes there can be a little conflict going, well, I fought for this country. You talk about freedom, the 4th of July, but we weren't really free. Like you put it, one kind of had to proceed or happen for the other to happen. Uh, so right. we should uh, we should not look on it negatively. And on the flip side, those who 
maybe just celebrate the 4th and then we come with Juneteenth, they shouldn't take that as aggression or absolutely a, an offense to the 4th of July. Absolutely. It's two separate things. And everybody two- could celebrate this too, yeah. you know? Oh, yeah. Get oh, yeah. And I would, out, come on down. To- I think one of the biggest things that I like to say about Juneteenth is that although many people think that the 4th of July is the only celebration that we should have in the United States. Every group and every culture in the United States has the right to celebrate anything that's significant to them. That's the whole part of being in the United States, that we are a mixture. We are a melting pot. We have the ability to do that. In so many other countries, they would be um, disciplined harshly for celebrating other cultures or other things, other things that are not maybe understood or sanctioned by the government. That's the whole point of being in the United States is that we can celebrate each other. Yeah, that, that is so true. Our diversity is what makes us unique. To make it become a reality is that we all do need to come together and celebrate not just our oneness as a country, but our all all of our uniqueness or individuality as a as a culture or as a race and what each one brings to it. All the benefits that we have from each of those different cultures makes us a very special place. We just have to celebrate it instead of fight against it. Right. Well, Matthew, I will touch back on the military. I am prior military as well. I spent 10 years Air Force. So oh, well, thank, well, oh, thank oh, that's you a, that's for your good, service. That's the right branch right there. And that might be part of it uh, as well. That might be why I am dedicated to the United States, as well as why I sit here in my office and speak to you. I literally have two flags that are the coffin flag for my grandfather. One is the coffin flag for my father. My grandfather was wounded in WW2 and my father was Air Force as well. So I have their both of their coffins flags. But on top of that, I am looking and sitting above me is my grandfather's World War II Purple Heart. Thank you for your family's service and your service. But I'm never going to forget, never, never going to forget the shoulders I stand on. I'm never going to forget that my grandmother did not graduate from high school and that yet she had her own business and was very profitable in as an entrepreneur. Those are things that make me unique in one aspect, but make me very, very common in the African-American diaspora. Someone asked me many years ago, if you could meet anybody in the world or meet any previous person that has lived, who would you meet? And I think they kind of meant like, you know, maybe Ben Franklin, I don't know, George Washington. (laughs) Right. You know who I said was at a major pharmaceutical company that I worked for at the time. Mm -hmm. I want to meet the slave that I am blood related to somehow, some way, made it across that middle passage. Mm. Wow. I want to shape that woman, that man, that group of people. I might have more than one that I'm related to. I don't know. I would love to shake their hand. One to say, how did you do it? How did you make it? How did you look behind your shoulder and see your homeland become smaller and smaller and smaller and disappear into the horizon? How did you do it? How did you hang in there and have the, 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 the gumption to say, you know what? You're not going to tear me. You're brought down. You're not going to break me. I'm going to live. How did you make it when you say you're never going to see your family, when you realize you're never going to see your family again, you're never going to see your friends, you're going to go into a new country that you don't know and have to learn a new language and no one gave you any kind of 
briefing on or books or education or, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know, any type of help learning a new language. Who are you? And can I shake your hand? And can I say, thank you? Because mm. you know what? I am here because of you. Ooh, wow. that's yeah, deep. That- I love it. Now let's talk about the event. What date is it going to take place and the location? And what can people expect when they come out? In conjunction with, again, I gave you a little history on Juneteenth. 2021, last year, President Biden signed Juneteenth into law. It is now the 11th federal holiday in the United States. Very exciting. That is exciting. That's when I saw President Biden do that last year. That's what motivated me to kind of, hmm, maybe I should try to do something because last year, this was really a big deal, you know, that he signed it into into being a federal law. And that's when I think I started seeing more publicly about Juneteenth and events. Because I think I have met some people in promoting this current event that are from Texas or grew up in Texas or have family in Texas and, 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 and maybe even some other su- Southern states and say, oh, we've been celebrating that for years. We've been knowing about, it. actually I had somebody tell me in Seattle, they've been celebrating it for years, but others didn't know. And once it became law, it dawned on me that maybe I should do something. Maybe I met the owner of Crown One Beauty Supply. It's an African-American owned beauty supply here in Queen Creek. I met the owners, Tony and Victoria, and I came to them and said, hey, would you be interested in helping me put this together and let's make this a a more of a public event, a community event, not just something that I have in my home? And they said, sure, we'll, we'll be behind you. We'll help you any way we can. And that's where this group for 2022 here in Queen Creek, it will be June 19th, Juneteenth. Yes, that is Father's Day. And we're excited to still have it on Father's Day because we will be recognizing African-American fathers. There is a segment in our agenda where we will be publicly acknowledging the African-American father. So we still want people to come on out. Now, the event is from 10 to 2. It is at the Desert Mountain Park, which is at the corner of Ocotillo and Hawes. It's a very large park. We'll be in the back of the park where the sand volleyball courts are. We're going to have food vendors. We're going to have regular vendors that are selling items and things and products. Real estate agents and financial advisors are going to be there as well. We're going to have a silent auction where things will be auctioned off. And we're also going to have sip and paint. You know how you have an instructor that has a sip and then they help you with the painting and stuff. No sip. Sorry, guys. <laughs> city, city wasn't excited. Town, town of Queen Creek wasn't excited about the sip part. But so we have a, we have a guest artist. She is a professional artist who is home based out of Las Vegas, Nevada. She's coming down just for us to participate and help us raise money. And then we're also going to have on the stage, we're going to have a minister open us in prayer. We're going to sing, lift every voice and sing. So if you don't know the lyrics, don't worry about it. We're going to be printing the lyrics and we're only going to sing the first verse. So m- many people know the first verse. They might not know the second or third. <laughs> they might be able to get there the first one. We're going to sing that. And we have some dancers. We're going to have um, the some ballroom dancers are going to come out. We have some singers, some new up-and-coming R&B singers are going to come out and sing. We okay. also have on the stage, we're going to also have a comedian um, that's going to be there as well. 
don't forget, you know, we got to have a DJ the whole time. We got a DJ. Hey, Mr. DJ. Well, I, was, I, was, I, was, I was thinking Frankie Beverly and Mays myself. Oh, see, see, now you guys are dipping into the surprise. Wow, sounds really exciting. Thank you so much, Laura, for coming on Authentic Talks and for talking with us about Juneteenth. I do believe that it is something that people need to know about and this podcast goes underneath our growth column because people are learning more about what Juneteenth is all about. I also want to send a special shout out. Happy Father's Day to my father and to all the fathers that are out there and then a very special Happy Father's Day to you babe. Thank you so much for all that you do for our kids and for our family overall. Okay, come on down to the Queen Creek Desert Mountain Park, Juneteenth. It starts at 10 a.m. Arizona time. We'll see you there. I will be there doing a book signing as well today. So I hope that I get to see all of you there today. Thank you all so much for tuning in. I'm Shantae with Authentic Talks. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.